I like yeah. it when you call me big pup. But, um... <laughs> I'm Ray. And I'm Brock. <laughs> We're leaving it. Keep going. <laughs> Keep rolling. And welcome to the Chick Lit Book Club podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're talking about Satisfaction Guaranteed by Corellia Stats Waters. <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll fix it in post, guys. We'll fix I'll it. I'll write it and we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Oh, that guy's a that guy's a douche. Anywho, guess who's not a douche? <laughs> yeah. Guess who's not a douche? Our special guest. Yes. Who is our special guest tonight? Lisbeth. Yay! Hello. Hello. He was doing the robot look like for about two seconds. <laughs> no, it was it was the TLC waterfalls. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> the little, the little slash. Don't go God, that's stick depressing. to the rivers and the right. lakes that you're used, used to. to. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Lepta Lopez. Oh, that right. was sad. That Anywho, was um, we are super excited. We are. To have Lee back for episode two of Pride Month. Yeah. You know Hooray. we love Pride Month. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Yes. Um, got, a, got a little Pride shirt on tonight. My little love is universal with the Star Trek Enterprise on it. Love that story. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Um, Lee Thanks. is going to Pride tomorrow. Yes, yes, he is. Yes, I am. I was going to, and I'm not. It's okay. just too much going on. Yeah. Um, I will, however, be wearing um, as much as I can from the Target Pride collection, which mm-hmm. I'm really into this year. I yep, bought myself, mm-hmm. yes, I bought myself a um, like skirt, tool thingy a and um yep and my kid has one also hers is just a legit rainbow mine is probably the buy flag i'm not really sure mm-hmm. hopefully that's not some appropriation but you know we never really know with me anyway so sorry i i love skirt tools <laughs> <laughs> i've always wanted one <laughs> no target is on point this year but yeah swag, isn't it so, great yeah so, I also got um, all three of us have I got Mr. Veronica and me hoodies because um, there's a joke with him that I always steal his hoodies and he gets upset about it. Um, anyway, but it's the one that says like everyone and it's in like all the colors. And then I got the same shirt for Little V. I got one that says Equalidad but a bunch of times oh. on it, mm-hmm. and I had it on for meeting it for work. And my boss is like, "Anyhow, I'm, what's on your shirt, Ray?" And um, I said, equalidad. And she, she's like, what does that mean? And a couple of the call were like, equality. She's like, oh, okay. And, I, and she goes, I said, well, it is Pride Month. And she goes, no. <laughs> yes. She goes, why don't people tell me these things? She's like, I just learned that last week, last month was Asian, Asian America and Heritage Month. She's Japanese. I said, do you need me to tell you every month that there's something big going on? I do will. you need a calendar? We can... I'll be your Google. I'll be your Googs for you. There you go. Yep. 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 So you guys know that there's that, that documentary on Netflix about uh, Abercrombie and Fitch. I saw it. It's kind of boring. It was, we, (laughs) we watched half of it and then like 
the next half a week later. It's not riveting. It's like, okay. Let's just say that. I mean, you just, you just go to watch the hot guys again. Cause I mean, that's why we went oh. to the store in the first place. Can you smell the cologne through the television? Pretty much. Yep. Basically. Yeah. <clears throat> they used to spray it on, on the, the carpet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, they talk in this documentary, how, how, why they did what they did all over the place in the store. Um, but pardon me is just interested in that. So I might watch it. It's okay. It's not bad. It's not awful. It's not, but it's kind of boring. There's definitely like the beginning. It's just like, it is like has the biggest boner for, it almost seems like everyone's got the biggest boner for Abercrombie and Fitch. Anyhow, I first, so my first question to my friend was, does this brand still exist? Surprise it does. And I went to the website. Really? Yes. And I went to the website. They have a pride collection. Okay. It's an interesting pride collection. Uh, I could get Preppy a onesie. Pride? Huh? Preppy pride? No, 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 no. Their whole thing is different. They've rebranded. Yeah. They've rebranded. There's stuff on there. I was like, I really actually like some of this stuff. And it wasn't super expensive either like it used to be. Like it's on par with like some stuff is on par with H&M and some par- stuff is on par with like The Gap. Um, price wise, but like it's kind of like a mixture of of H and M and Gap, kind of look wise, but um, and that preppy Gap, like more like or um, basic pieces Gap. Um, but yeah, I was like, dress is really pretty. Oh, are you on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. But the, the Pride collection was kind of interesting. Um, there, yeah, there was a onesie. It looked like lederhosen or like a wrestling singlet, and I was like, Winnie. Okay. It was also 60 bucks. I was like, oh, nope. okay. <laughs> Very uninterested in wearing a singlet. Well, Lee, you should enjoy it because I, I bought one and I'm sending it to your house. You wear it. <laughs> It'll be there in the morning so you can wear it to bride. All the rainbows. No, it's it's black. <laughs> it's not even a rainbow. It's black. <laughs> it is literally almost like a dance singlet. I'm like, this is... <laughs> I mean, I guess you could put rainbows on it. I don't know. Maybe yeah. decorate it. Decorate your singlet. Okay. Um, the the thing at the top with like the scrolling pictures is going yeah. too fast. Well, you should write them and tell them that. I'm going to. You write a strong an email. I'm I'm gonna <laughs> file a complaint. There's some people on the on the on the documentary. You could probably they probably still work for them because some of them were like still pretty gung ho about that place. So I was like, mm. okay. okay. Ooh, there's a clueless Us. shirt. Um, perhaps. Oh, you're right about the. Oh god. Did you find it? it? You found yep. the onesie. Yep. It looks like a wrestling singlet, does it not? It does. They're calling it a pride onesie. I have a lot of questions as to why it's pride. First of all, it's black. Yep. Uh, there's literally nothing. Like, there's nothing on it except for this teeny tiny little logo. Anyway, um, perhaps funny should... if it was on the butt. <laughs> it would be, but it's not. Nope. I also don't know if that's the front or the back. It could be on the butt then. Who knows? We don't know. No, it's too high up, I think. I don't know. Um, Perhaps we should, I don't know, discuss some bright spots. Let's do that. Sorry, Uh, I derailed. Guest of honor. Yep. What's your bright spot this week? Well, it's been quite a week. Um, It started with seeing my family. Yay. Very exciting. Um, which was wonderful. And um, now we're here. And then tomorrow's bride. Yay. So good things. And, yeah. And that week on, a, on an even higher note, man. What? 
Heck yeah. God, I love pride. Mm-hmm. Well, that's very exciting. Yeah, so it sounds like you had yeah. a decent week. Yeah. Veronica. That's pretty decent. Pretty decent. Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa Carlton. Uh-huh. Tell me something good. Um, <laughs> it's not been a great week for me. Um, however, one awesome thing did happen and that is that my kid uh graduated from pre-k yeah and they did like a drive-through ceremony because covid um and of course it was raining but uh it was like really awesome and we bought her a little um like tiny kid cap and gown and it was purple it was cute as fuck and um and we like drove her through the little procession line and they gave us like a little diploma like rolled up with like a ribbon around it and i had totally forgotten this but when she started there we had given them we had to like send her her to school with like a binder with empty you know like sheet protectors in it or whatever Mm -hmm. and i had also forgotten that mr veronica decorated that binder so like there's pictures of her all over it and like her name in a rainbow and um it came back like stuffed full of artwork um and they did like graduation photos that i didn't know they were doing so when they did school photos last time they must have like dressed all of them up in like a cap and gown adorable it's adorable so we got like a photo of the whole class and you know just a photo of her and um it was just really great like everyone was super nice and it was just really sweet and they had we were allowed to invite like a solid five people, including us. And so there were um, like, we invited my sister-in-law and her husband and they like waited um, along, like with a bunch of other people that had lined up, like to cheer us on, like from the car. It was Aww. just really sweet. It was just really sweet. That's super cute. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Tell me something good. Well, this is where my week is. Obi-Wan Kenobi came out on Friday. So that was me. Yeah, I got a random text from you and I was like, I don't know what the fuck this means, but you went to text someone else. Yes. Because when I use my laptop and text uh, and my desktop, I fuck it up because all the screens. Um, yeah, it's it's good, guys. It's real good. Nice. You McGregor. I mean, hello. Hello there. <laughs> cool. Hello. Yep, that's it. I'll take it. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have something for you guys. Very exciting. Lee, I don't know if you are up to date on the show, but recently um, we've been doing a thing where Ray reads me a quiz from BuzzFeed and we take the quiz. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. And this one, I think you'll both enjoy. <clears throat> I'm genuinely cur- curious if you would swipe right or pass on these iconic 2004 heart ro- heartthrobs or not. Okay. I don't know, and under the subtitle is, I don't know why, but 2004 was the golden age of rom-com boys. Okay, the first is, and I might, I'm going to say the name of the character. If you don't know, tell me, and I'll tell you who the person is, because some of these I don't know. Okay. Um, But I know the actor. Noah Calhoun would have been The Notebook. Oh. Ryan Gosling. Swipe or pass. So smash or pass, basically, is what we're Pretty going much. on. Yeah. Um, I am in the minority. I don't actually think Ryan Gosling's that hot. I nope, I am, I'm the same way. We are in the minority together. Lee? 
I'll take whatever you got. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you're outvoted on this one, we're going to pass this one. <laughs> we do have a democracy here. <laughs> and you know, honestly, it was pretty close. 43 to 57, 43 us. So that's not actually bad. Austin Ames. Um, oh, God. I don't know who this person is. It's that Cinderella story. Cinder uh, with, um, oh, 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 Ash. Hang on. One Tree Hill guy. Oh, uh, I think One Tree Hill. Um, oh, Chad Michael Murray. Yes. Yeah. Smash. Smash. I don't know who it is. Look, look him up. Wait, wait, wait. Chad. I can help you. Oh, God damn. What was the name of that movie? Cinderella. Cinderella story. Um, I mean, I know this is not him in 2004, but like, son of a bitch. Yeah, I'd smash that up. Fuck you. Oh my God. Smash it. <laughs> smash it. I want his face. Uh, I want his, his, I want him on my face right now. Holy shit. God, he got mm. hot. Yeah. Chad. Oh my God. Chad Mike Murray has eaten tuna every day for 15 years. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, okay. Yes. Okay. I'll bet. Yep. Uh, we get, we're in the majority on this one. So, all right. Hopefully Aaron Samuels. His... Who? Aaron Samuels. Mean Is girls. that from? Um, I'm trying to I can't think, think of his name. Adorable. Well, actually, you can kind of see him. Jonathan Bennett. Yeah. Yeah. Hallmark Channel, Jonathan Bennett. Yep. Smash. Um, He's oh also my God. on my team. He is on your team. Is he on your team? He okay, is. And that... his husband is adorable. Um, sort of makes sense. Oh. Um, I'm sending you a thing. Oh my god, this next one, guys. I might my, my heart might might hurt a little bit. Nicholas Devereaux, Chris Pine in Princess Diaries 2. I don't love that hair, but Those I still eyes. smash. Oh, right. What do you think there, Lee? I'm not turning Chris Pine down fuck no fuck no hmm. I don't know. are you serious you are just gonna turn down <laughs> captain perk are you fucking serious i mean get a haircut yeah for sure but you know like we're in the minority 39 percent oh no sorry no we're, we're in, never mind i can't read um <laughs> Peter Parker and the Tobey Maguire Peter Parker. Smash. Pass. Pass. Smash. We are, I'm just really uh, horny, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, here's, here's what I think we're all going to be on the same team on this one. Henry Roth. Um, I believe that's uh, Adam Sandler in um, 50 First Dates. As, really? as, as Robbie from oh. The Wedding Singer definitely right. smash uh, i don't know although he is i don't know because i have a thing with reformed rakes is he a reformed rake in that one a little bit i mean he's like non-committal entirely and then i've only seen the end <laughs> i love that movie actually it's a, 50 I mean, first like, dates is a great movie yeah. legitimately yeah i mean uh, am i really gonna be like to a 2004 cute adam sandler i'm gonna swipe i'm a smash what do you think lee i would pass okay yeah um you would be in the majority on that one okay prince charmant 
who who is uh is it charlie cox no um it must be from ellen enchanted maybe hang on what's the character's name prince charmant c-h-a-r-m-o-n-t no it's uh ellen enchanted yeah i think it's darcy what's the name um hugh dancy hugh dancy that's it i think it's hugh dancy Mm-hmm. I mean, smash, smash real hard. Sorry, smash. pass, pass. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I like how we're apologizing to Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, oh Mad Flam half. Um, thirty, thirty going on thirteen going on thirty. Is that Mark Ruffalo? It is Mark Ruffalo. I mean. I would smash it to the point where the button broke. Smash it always. Smash. I mean, any, 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 yep. any Mark Ruffalo. Okay. Cooper Harris. I don't know who this is. And I don't know what movie this is from. He has a Pope's hat on in the picture. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, really, it's When I search it, Cooper Harris, I get um, trial photos. <laughs> it's a so, DreamWorks. So you can put in DreamWorks and see if that works. This is really exciting, guys. I know. I know somebody at home is like, you fucking idiots. And we'll be like, yep, yep. Oh, he's wearing a papal hat. I see it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, you know how I literally just like the BuzzFeed quiz came up. Um, is he from, what movie is this from? Eurotrip? Uh, let's just uh, pass because he's not attractive. Yeah, no, hard pass on that. Sorry. <laughs> also, ninety six percent agreed with us on that yeah, one. Sorry, it's just a bad picture of him. Sorry, Cooper Harris. Well, the next one is a, is a fucking cartoon, so it's uh, Prince Charming from Shrek. The only thing good about that it is voiced by uh, what's his name, British guy, Rupert Rupert. Rupert Evans? No, Rupert. What's his name? I'm a bad. I'm bad tonight with names. Um. Oh. Uh. No. I would actually say pass if he was a real person. Pass. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's. Oh, that's it. And we would were in the majority oh. on that one. Well, that's look the end at of us the quiz. Yeah. Okay. So, yep. Mark. Ruffalo. Um. Now. Okay. Hang on. <clears throat> What's the. Uh. Tangled. I would smash that that dude. Oh, oh, totally. Yeah, Flynn Rider. Everyone would. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, because it's supposed to be, isn't it? Who's it supposed to be styled after? I can't remember now. Someone hot. Yes, and it's also voiced by what's Zachary, Zachary Levy. Levi. <clears throat> Zachary Levy. God. Levi. Damn, he's like seven feet tall. Yeah, he also can sing like a soul bitch. He can really he was sing. In, was it? She loves me. God damn. Yep. He is Chuck. real easy on the O-host. Yep. Chuck. Holy shit. Yep. And yeah. Level up smash. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a. Yeah. Whew. Tanuki Mario smash. When Mario gets a Tanuki suit. <laughs> he could fly with his tail. I got cards, guys. I got cards. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's see what we got tonight. All right. <clears throat> do, 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 do. This is not okay. All right. Pearl diving. 
<laughs> Actually, this kind is of perfect for tonight. This is it is applicable? Uh, yep. It's a one yeah. out of five. Um, she takes charge of. Oh wait, hold on. <clears throat> David Attenborough. Sorry. There you go. She takes charge of her enjoyment more in this position. <laughs> she should guide his head and ultimately his tongue towards her labia, inner lips, and clitoris. However, she she sees fit. And that's the picture, guys. Wow. Um, I Dang. mean, uh, this. Book? Uh, okay, hang on. <laughs> well, because at one point, I mean, well, at one point, don't they talk about? Oh, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> the thing is, I have, I can't think of the title now, but I know I have read recently, like some shower situations like that. Yeah, um, I'm almost positive in E.L. Koslo's um, Bound by Words. Um, I think this is a funny title. Throttled by Lauren Asher. Nailed it. Boom. Boom. Another reform break. You're welcome, everyone. All right. So, Lee, we didn't tell you, but we have this, uh, we have a database now of sexy sex positions in steamy novels because there's no da- there's no database for this so it makes reading the cards easier because we can automatically go to our database and be like oh yes there is you know lying back throat fuck on- <laughs> in this book and cunnilingus and such and such and- there had better be yeah i mean that's kind of a requirement in our line of work that's like we <laughs> At this point, we also said, like, we're not putting missionary, missionary. or anything like that's not because that's why bother. Why bother? No. That's sort yeah. of how we feel about oral yeah. as well. Like, it better be in there. If, if it's missionary, if there's something else interesting is going on, like she's on a table that's called tabletop, that's a different story. But just in a bed and just all, you know, vanilla, no. I mean, it could be exciting. I'm not hate. Could be hot. Just saying. Could be super like, hot. But like that's not Im- imaginative we want creative we want creative we want super hot <laughs> we want to melt your ovaries right outside your body <laughs> amen i've started using instead of something <laughs> she's with the balls on her i'm like look at the ovaries on her i like that all right mm. all right that's fair mm-hmm um, shall we take a brief respite? Yep. And uh, we shall return to mm-hmm. discuss satisfaction guaranteed. Do you know how long it'll take us? Two. <laughs> Two. <laughs> and we're back. We're back, bitches. Welcome. So, anywho, uh, we are back to discuss Satisfaction Guaranteed. And I would like to point out that Lee picked out this book. Thank you. You're welcome. This is fantastic. <laughs> this is fantastic. Um, I we, was given a list yes. of male, male, female, female. Was there? Those are the categories, right? Those, yeah. The, I yeah. think those were the two. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, we well, were doing, yeah, we already we've done two male, males. Yeah, and we were we were doing the uh, Alexis Hall last week, so we didn't mm-hmm. want. Yeah, yeah, um, which you might enjoy. Mm-hmm. The uh, heroine is a trans woman, and Yay. it's a historical romance. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fascinating. Love that. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, so anywho, uh, this is I, probably all of our first female, female romance. Uh-huh. Correct. Yep. Love all around. Yes. Um, well, and I, it's I mean, interesting for Lee, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't know if he loved it, but. He at least enjoyed it. Right. Yeah. Are you giving us a death glare? Cause you're like, this, this is, is not terrible. a video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm signaling in code I silently. Love when you can make anyone can make Lee laugh so hard he wheezes because like I don't know I feel like it's earned you know what I mean yeah 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 I really love it I love his giggle just just in general. I also love the giggle but like mm-hmm. I feel like when you make him laugh so hard that he wheezes and his head falls back then it's like <laughs> you earned that laugh yep yeah like that was actually funny that wasn't just like a pity laugh last uh less b3 ween said somebody could cl- <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. could sucker clit and i fucking lost it to the point where my stomach was hurting and i couldn't breathe <laughs> Is that like when you like, told me to like, you... She said, suck my big fat clit. <laughs> Which is apropos for this book. So <laughs> would you like to read the summary? <laughs> it gets funnier. <laughs> are watering i told you this is how i'm gonna die i'm gonna die like fucking chris farley anyhow um have a heart attack when these times minus the whores and the the coke heroin okay is it heroin or is it coke i thought it was i don't coke. know i don't know he od would with hard with sex workers yeah yes yeah. <sighs> oh my god a large man anyhow um, so uh anywho this is our first female female romance i my author friend uh, has told me that overall, like in general, in in the genre, that female female romance does not sell as well as mm-hmm. male male, or like reverse harem, or even like threesome. It just doesn't sell as well. Um, so I was super excited to read mm-hmm. a highly rated one, and we can get into it later. But like, I didn't think it wasn't hot. I mean. Oh, it was nope. fucking steaming, man. It was, it was hot. Lee yeah. might disagree, and that's totally acceptable and understandable. Um, <clears throat> but anywho. It reinforced some things for myself. Prob- oh, did it? Okay. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> if I was on the fence, I'm, yep. <laughs> I'm Off the fence. I'm going to just climb You're over the other the side. Fence, is what you said? Off the fence now. Off the fence. I'm Probably rolling around. Probably some things for Lee as well. He was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> Not interested. Can I, real quick aside, I, really quick, uh, a friends and I, when I was in college, we went up to Niagara Falls and we went to, we were all excited because we were going to go to a strip joint, which I never in my mm-hmm. life now would be, I go to a strip joint just because I just, it just, whatever. Um, I don't want to deal with it. No, I don't want <laughs> treating the women like garbage. Anyhow, but we were excited because there was a male strip club and there was a female strip club. We were with one of my, or with one of my gay friends and <laughs> 
and we all paid our due like pay, you had to pay your cover begin they're like oh yeah the mail side's closed we're like that's what we were here for but we'd already paid our cover i'm like well at least we'll get a drink and then we'll leave yeah we get there and some and one of the strippers comes over and like makes a beeline right for my gay friend and is just like grinding on his lap and he just turns to me he goes if i had any <laughs> if i had any questions they've been answered i'm super gay <laughs> i was like mm-hmm. yep uh-huh. yeah. yep yeah cool all right so uh i can read the summary please do I have it up that's what he said um <clears throat> <laughs> I have it up. It works. I mean, oh, that works. I was thinking of reading. So again, oh. I, it slipped. It, it slipped by me again. It happened earlier. It did. It did. The one night that your mind is not in the gutter. I'm a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. Entire guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it takes a lot of effort and energy to be dirty all the time. Yeah. Um, I cannot watch a single bradley thor thor bradley video on tiktok i swear he does it on purpose he, everything he says is sexual and i swear it's on purpose oh i'm sure it is i'm sure it is it's hot as hell um i could literally just watch him chop wood all evening anywho i am happily married so uh anyway this is satisfaction guaranteed <clears throat> For fans of Casey McQuiston and Abby Jimenez comes a bold, hilarious and out-of-the-box novel about mixing business with battery-operated pleasure. When it comes to her career, Cade Elgin? Elgin. Elgin? I think it was Elgin. That's what I read. You listened to Elgin? Okay. Cade Elgin has it all figured out. Only professional talk has become her default mode. Relationships are non-existent and don't even mention the word orgasm. All work and no play makes Cade a dull human. But when she inherits a sex toy store, Cade is caught between business and a store filled with every imaginable kind of pleasure, including her infuriatingly irresponsible and deliciously sexy new coworker. Selena Mathis learned the hard way that she can have too much of a good thing, which is precisely why she's taken an oath of celibacy and is focusing on how to make satisfaction guaranteed a success. She won't mess up, not this time, but once again, Selena's emotions are getting in the way and tempting her with a serious attraction to buttoned up Cade. But the shop isn't exactly vibing. And Kate and Selena, Kate and Selena are on the verge of losing both their income and the possibility of love. Can they find a way to work together before satisfaction guaranteed runs out of batteries? <laughs> the number of puns and in innuendos. I, love it. I, I enjoyed love it. it. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, so we're also dedicating this um, episode to AdamandEve.com. Yeah, we are. <laughs> So essentially what happens Sponsors. here, um, first of all, the book opens on um, Ruth's funeral. It's Cade's aunt. Mm-hmm. Her name is Cadence, but everybody calls her Cade. Um, opens I kind on, of love. I kind of love that. Yeah, I do too. I love both names because I love Selena Mathis. I love the last name Mathis. For yeah. Reason. I thought it flowed. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so it opens on Ruth's funeral and Ruth, Kate's, Cade's aunt owned the sex toy store called satisfaction guaranteed uh and selena worked for her mm-hmm. so that and lived in her back like yeah she, there's like a, in the back 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so of her property. Uh, mm-hmm. This is Portland also. Did it say in the summer? Uh, it did not say, but it but is Portland. Portland. Mm-hmm. And now um, I want to go to Portland. I know. And drink coffee. And drink coffee yeah. and look for vampires. And wear a beanie and just like hang out. Yep. Isn't that close to Forks? In the rain. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. I get, I don't know how far up Portland is in Oregon. I don't know. Because Forks is in Washington, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, they're next to each other. It all rains. Close it rains enough. all the time. You know, someone I used to work with once told me that it does not rain all the time in Seattle. They just tell people from California that so that they don't come to Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never been to Seattle. I don't know, but I thought that was I funny. haven't either. And all my trips for work and stuff, I haven't. I've never gone. I've always wanted to. So anywho, uh, that's where we are. Um, yeah, I don't think there's a lot. We, do we need to add anything? I mean, um, well, I Cade, guess the big thing is Kate lives in New York. Doing well. Yeah. Yeah. The business, the business is not doing well, like, um, not which doing of course well. no one knows um, yeah. other than Ruth, who is dead. Um, Ruth was a nudist and had, uh, she was very open about sexuality. Obviously mm-hmm. she owned a sex toy store. Um but the store was not doing well. It was heavily in debt. And um, Selena didn't know that. So yeah, and as was the house, and um and uh it, and it's always joke that C- Cade feels that she's like kind of switched up birth because mm-hmm. she's so buttoned up and she calls and herself her parents the accountant. Are not. They are not. They are not. They are not. No, her parents are smoking weed at the funeral in like the opening chapter. Yep. And yep, there's a there's a lot there's, with her parents. Her, oh my God, her fucking parents. Yep. Um, Cade, so this is another important thing. I mean, you learn very quickly. Cade is, um, she she lives in New York. She is one third, she and her parents own Elgin Gallery, which is highly revered among artists. And um, her parents are just really eccentric. Yeah, like she runs it. I mean, they pretty much yeah. when she be, when she was twenty one, she got like a third of the business, it's a third of and it, yeah. she runs it because they're. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly. They want to buy alpacas and like. It wasn't explained if, if one of them was the artist. I don't understand really how they became like well known in the community just because of like buying art. Like I don't understand. Like the, yeah, I don't either. This, like yeah. how did they come to own a gallery? Like what? Yeah. How did that go? But yeah, yeah. It's all right. Doesn't matter. It's all right. We'll forgive it. It's cool. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Uh, but that's pretty much it. They yeah. they they end up going to Portland for Ruth's funeral, and um, while they're there, because of course Kate is like, I have to figure out all this stuff. I have to like handle her estate because I'm mm-hmm. the only person responsible enough to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, you find out that Cade and Selena have both inherited the store. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're at. Tis. Tis. So we do something on this podcast. This is how we review the books that we have read. We mm-hmm. do a compliment sandwich where mm-hmm. the first, the top bun is a pro, something we liked about the book. The meat, um, the slippery inside is the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I just said that literally what? just to see your face. Just to see your face. I hope what? it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. Let the puns begin. <laughs> Uh, uh, is the meat 
And that is something we might not have liked as much about the book. And then we finished on a high note and um, the bottom bun is another pro. All right, Lee, our guest, please give us a pro. Lee, our on? guest, be our guest. No, okay. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. <laughs> my top bun was the neon clitoris light oh my that fucking Selena. <laughs> Selena. <laughs> that's right. Selena yeah. uses, she uses this light to communicate with Ruth, <laughs> like from the dead. Um, and her Christmas lights. And and like just the I I think throughout the book it was flickering yeah like yeah just the yeah. idea of flickering lights was mm-hmm. her you know communication with Ruth right mm-hmm. and it was so sweet how um how much Selena missed Ruth mm-hmm. like she basically called her the mother she never had yeah um because yeah. uh, doesn't her mom die young I don't know that she's like, dead but she leaves she, like she uh, no, she, she drops her off at the yeah. father's and it was and like, it's like I'm moving to Santa Fe and he says right. literally like how do I take care of it or how do I feed it that's what he's it was. like what does she eat yeah like yeah. that's what he says what does she eat and he like yeah. totally yeah. takes it over and it's great but like yeah. yeah so we figured that she's uh MIA yeah yeah so like the light would flicker on and off and Selena would use that as you know the vessel to determine what Ruth mm-hmm. was trying to tell her like, am I on the right track or not? So yeah. that's my top one. I like, I love that. Cause there's that, like, there's a struggle between the two women at one point of like, cause honestly I can picture this store and it sounds like a fucking mess. And one that yeah, I would like, I walk in, I'd be like, Nope. It sounds like one that would be down in Geneva on the lake. And it would be like, <laughs> no, <laughs> what? So Geneva Lake is this little town over close to where we're all from and, or we're from, we live. And it's like, they have all these like kitschy stores where you walk in and there could be like fucking dildos and then also like um dream catchers dream catchers and like shirts that say like i you know i i visited Godel and this is all i got you know that sort of thing and mm-hmm. that's what the store in my sound and like. also wine from the local wineries yeah and maybe like some beaded coasters like it's right just, and shot glasses because yeah. of course shot glasses yeah of course so mm-hmm. that's what the store reminded me of some maybe some sh- ammo like just like, some yes shit a lot of leather because a lot of bikers but yeah no i that's that so there's yeah yeah but that's what like the that. store sounded that is like, a yeah. pretty intense light yeah i enjoyed the description in the book yeah veronica mm-hmm. can i have a pro please yes um so my top bun is the way that consent is like woven through this book yeah, it was like never, never a fucking question. There was never like a moment of like, um, because you you end up getting um like sexy scenes from both of them mm-hmm. from both of their points of view, even though the book is written in the third person, and the way that the way that both of them talk about it, it's like there's never any hesitancy, and when there is, it's like. So I guess I can't say there's never hesitancy more so on Cade's part because she's less experienced, but Mm -hmm. like she feels comfortable with, with Selena and is willing to allow Selena to do things that she would not have previously felt comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And, but the thing about, I think why she felt so comfortable was that Selena made her feel comfortable and she also cared about Selena, but like. Mm -hmm the way that they have consent checks with each other 
is beautiful. And I feel like is such a, I was surprised, but also not surprised because I feel like in so many ways, women would be more in tune to that than mm-hmm. straight men would be. Yeah. So it would make more sense to me that in a female, female book, the consent aspect of it would not at all be a problem. Cause I don't think I, you know, it's not stressed enough, but I'm sorry, but the, the sexiest line in any book that especially like historical romances is can I kiss you? That is seriously one of the fucking sexiest things on the fucking planet. You may I, me, may and, I, kiss and one you. of them says that at this point in this book, yeah, I was may like, I kiss you. I was like, there's nothing sexier than that. Like, yes. You can kiss me wherever the fuck you want, please. Like the story about how Harry Styles, when he was on the watermelon yes. sugar set, yes. how he like asked all of the women like, if he you? had to touch them at all, like, mm-hmm. you know, in a totally fine, not sexual way. Like if he had to touch them at all, he would ask first. Yep. And when I read that story, I was like, kind of frozen. Mm-hmm. because <laughs> It's like, who the fuck does that? And also I would jump you. Jump you. <laughs> we can also say that Harry Styles is a different, he's like an absolutely amazing human in general. Yes. Like he's just an amazing. He, at least he appears to be. It's not like any of us. I don't, him. I can't imagine you could play that too much anymore. And I think it would come to the surface pretty quickly if he wasn't mm. as genuine as it. Probably. Someone would have a video of him doing something that you're like, you go fuck right off. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Ray, yes. What is your top one? My top one is fucking Kate's parents. Oh my I god! Fucking, every, it was like every scene. It was just escalating. Like, how much fucking crazier were they going to be? Like, and I loved every minute because they were just like I. I've had friends who have had parents like this. Like, we're going to go live in the country and not have a working toilet. Like, that's but they're artists, you know, and. Yeah, it was, they were just, they were great. Again, I, I question um, how <laughs> they um, amassed their wealth. Um, so I'm going to read you a little bit um, about, is after the funeral and Kate go back, goes back to her hotel room and pretty much she just like oh wants to like kind of sleep. And her parents have broken into her hotel room and are smoking mm-hmm. pot because they got kicked out of their hotel room. For like and, noise or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's for pot because the parent because the neighbors were like the smell was so bad that they called down the front desk. So <clears throat> this is Cal Calendria. We met at the funeral, Kate's mother clarified to oh, the couple. Right, yeah. She said, and darlings, tell me your names again. The couple didn't seem to mind that they were smoking pot with people who did not know their names. Forrest, the man pressed his palm to his chest. Maple, the woman said. Maple, of course, the tree of sweetness, Kate's mother exclaimed. To her, to her new friends, Kate's mother said, this is my daughter, my Athena, my jewel. Caden, sit down. We must just, we were just talking to Calendria about raising alpacas. I think we should get some. Where will you put them? <laughs> Why was Kate entering this, entertaining this conversation? We could stable them upstate or maybe keep them in the gallery. No, Kate's so responsible. She's the only real adult in our family. We think she was switched at birth. She's actually the daughter of accountants, but we'll keep her. She's ours now. Alpacas have soft feet, her father said. Lions have soft feet, Kate's voice rose. You could you could walk them, her mother added. 
<sighs> Kate ran her hands through her hair, looking around for her laptops. Hopefully they weren't sitting under a bong. I will not walk anything. That's just, and then they go on to talk about how, I mean, this whole, this whole exchange is hysterical. Cause at one point we're going to go dance on water under the stars and make garlands <laughs> of river dance. The waters are sacred. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then in the next breath is before I forget, here's the key to Ruth's house. The lawyer said there's some papers there you should pick up for tomorrow. Life is so burdened with paperwork. Like <laughs> in any other book, I would fucking hate these people, mm-hmm. but they were written so well. And you're just kind of mm-hmm. like, like y- you forgive them. You forgive them for them being such, such assholes because they're kind of assholes. But um, yeah, I loved her parents. I mean, I don't doubt that at some point they did get a fucking alpaca. And like at they one point, yeah. some one of the artists has dropped out of the uh, exhibit, you know, the uh, exhibit. And because they convinced him to um, pretty yeah, much they convinced out. him to drop out basically. And they're like, here's a ticket to go stay in, what was it, Puerto Rico or something like that? Or something. Someplace. Somewhere in the Caribbean. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, he's following his bliss or something. Like that. And she's like, we don't have anybody for March now, assholes. I'm here in Portland doing what you told me to do. And now there's nobody here for fucking March. And um, yeah, it's just. Um, I have one. Hang on. There's a quote. Um, it's part of Cade's internal monologue. Um, she's at Ruth's house and is trying to like look through stuff and figure out what she needs and and whatnot. And uh, her best friend, Amy from New York, texts her to ask her how she's doing and if everything's okay. Um, she says, are you okay? Was she? Kate didn't even know. Her parents were annoying. Nothing new. She had to arrange for the cremation, cremation and mausoleum. Not that Ruth was going there. Call the lawyer. Get the hotel. Buy the airplane tickets. Her mother had offered to help, but her parents would have booked a Cessna and burned Ruth's body on a river. Like she always talks about like, oh, it's not surprised that like, well, even the, even when we found it later, we get a letter from the aunt and the aunt even says, well, I'm an Elgin and I, of course couldn't fucking run this, you know, this, this, uh, that becomes a whole thing, like running joke, like being an Elgin yeah, or an Elgin, whatever it is. And I can see it being both. Um, and unfortunately in, in, um, in Kate's life most women have only wanted to be with her or like to get close to her because of her parents and because of the gallery. So like, it's like in like, Oh, I, you know, you're gorgeous. But in the second breath is, can I meet your parents? That sort of thing. Can you think your parents would look my Can I show you my art? Right. Right. Yeah. No one wants Cade for Cade. No, she loves me for me. Not because (laughs) I say Pavarotti. Yeah. There it is. Beautiful. I think we've brought that song up a number of times in this fucking show. I hope um, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it a goal. It, mm-hmm. um, all right. So now we get to the stuff that maybe we didn't care for as much. So we get to the the meat. I was just, I was going to, yep, I, I was going to try it, but I'm like, nope, nope, she'll kill me. Um, so Lee, can I have a con? Can I have a meat? The juicy. Slap me the meat with some meat. The juicy salami. Um, I have two pieces of meat, actually. Oh, delicious. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> <Just less laughs> one. 
The first one is um, the grand gesture. I didn't think it was okay. Like it was, it was nice. It just wasn't. There was. <laughs> it was nice. I it guess. was nice, but it, like there, I, it wasn't creative. You know what I mean? Like there was something yeah, no, missing about it. it. I get it. Um, yeah, and I get it was that. like she even. It was even called the grand gesture in the book. Yeah. Like, oh, is, is this your grand gesture? Yeah. If yeah. we're looking at the two, when it comes down to it, the one grand gesture because there's two actually. I would I would say there was actually two. One is is Selena's toucade, and I think that to oh, me, okay. yeah. that speaks. That's a better. One. That was beautiful. That's a better one. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to no. derail your meat. It's okay. All right, back to my meat. Yeah, sorry. I mean, we just, yeah, we should always just talk about your meat. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second piece of meat um, is... <laughs> Se- second helping of meat is... <laughs> Sloppy Joe meat. Man witch. Woman, woman witch. No, uh, God. Is, <laughs> second really one is taking a turn. The buttons on Selena's phone, like some of them don't work. The yeah. keys. It was a great setup, but there was no payoff. Agreed. Like that when she actually texts. Cade mm-hmm. and it's like a whole big I was trying to figure out if it was what she was actually trying to yeah text. same I could not figure it out mm-hmm. yeah I spent like five minutes trying to figure determine what was she was trying to say and no I, I agree that was such a better like I told you this like if she had like poured her heart out in a text yeah but right. she couldn't read it like she needed to decode her yeah. ring to figure it out or something like that yeah, yeah. no so and only like beautiful Adrian was able or a what was his beautiful name? Adrian. Mm-hmm. Beautiful Adrian was able to actually decipher what her text meant. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. I can understand that for sure. Veronica. Okay. Uh, this is, I don't want to say too, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if this really ruins anything. It's a romance novel, you guys. Um, I did. I wasn't feeling the epilogue. Like, yeah, mm. I get it. I didn't really like the concept of the like door sort of plus a gallery. Like I just, oh, yeah. And I, I have questions that we, I can ask. I was going to ask you guys off air because I don't want to ruin anything, but yeah, no, I, yeah. I get, cause I have a question about just, the store. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it, you know, I was like, really? I, I don't know. It was all right. I don't, it was I, all right. it was all right. I love the book. I just, I don't know. I get the, Epilogue was sort of a letdown for me. That's all. We could have cut it out. Yeah. Yeah, I felt it could have ended. Mm-hmm. After like the yeah. final chapter. Yeah. 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 That's it. I really like this book. Yep. What about you, Ray? I have a con that goes into like, not it's, it's a con. It started as a con and then it ended, but it's not my bottom bunk. But okay. I'm going to be completely honest, guys. At first I didn't like Selena. She was driving me fucking crazy. Like yeah, she was like, that. all I could think of was Veronica's, you stupid, handsome man. That's all I could think of is you stupid, beautiful woman. Like that's <laughs> like, she would say stuff. I'm like, are you, 
do you you have all your facilities like all, all your, your faculties? faculties yeah yeah like i'm like are you like she would say shit that i was like what is what is happening like but then she grew on me she really did but at first like so i'm going to say to anybody who's like reading us and is going i can't get i can't warm up to selena or i can't stick with it because you will you will warm up to selena and you will really come to love her but it is a tough sell for those of us who don't like really because and here's the thing if if you've listened to the podcast i like strong blue stocking independent women and not to say that selena's not independent she no she's not let's just say she's not but that's part of her journey because she's not i mean she has a very like horrible ex who yeah like abusive abusive who ex, at some yeah. point she's like i know i'm going to go back to her yeah. and so but that's her journey and 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 like the book i begin to like her as she takes more um, stock of herself and gets more self-autonomy mm-hmm. and she actualizes like her self-actualization. I become like, I become to like her more. So that's probably the point of the book is that maybe for those of you, those of us who like more of an independent, strong heroine, that's, you know, possibly the point of it, but yes, that's my con. Yeah. I think that's fair. At the beginning, you really, especially the way you're introduced to her character, oh my is just God. like, A, hysterical, but also you're like, what the fuck? Oh, I mean, some <laughs> of the things the she says at you. the first, you're like, I would fucking, I, I would be like, yeah, she seems like a nice person, but I'm like, I, five minutes in her presence, I'm like, I'm out, guys, I'm out. Like, it would just be a lot. But again, like you said, you'd always said, you stupid, beautiful woman, like, <laughs> you yeah your stupid wanna, handsome face yeah i want to punch your stupid handsome face i didn't want to punch her but you know what i'm saying like you yeah. stupid, stupid beautiful woman so let's get to that bottom bun that juicy bottom bun um i want to reiterate that i am hungry as i usually am by this point in the podcast yeah lee would you like to start <laughs> us off <laughs> Jeez, oh, i mean i'm always hungry so <clears throat> there's that well low carb now so you know so you're also always Ooh. hungry actually no really the low carb kind of fills you up you just eating like forty thousand vegetables a day that and like meat delicious mm-hmm. anywho not making me less hungry hey lee what's your bottom bite? i eat meat so. i know <laughs> yes we know this we know we know this so Ray, the <laughs> Ray took my bottom bun. Oh my you god! Son of a bitch. And Kate's parents, but that's I'm okay. A, I'm a, I'm the worst. You're a total clit. <laughs> Guess what? Suck my big fat clit. <laughs> so sure Lee's interested. In However, you know, right? there's It'd be the worst punishment. <laughs> it would. There's there's. <laughs> So much to love in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually read the reading group guide at the end. I don't know oh, if that's... Yeah. And it was really... I mean, she talks about like the writing and the stuff she found out in research. And there's like a real sex store, sex toy store in Portland that she modeled um, the, the one in the book after. Oh. Um, satisfaction guaranteed. Um and she, it was just, you know, sex positive talk and, and yeah. So it was cool. Awesome. I like that. I did not read that. I did. Not. Um, <clears throat> good for me. 
uh i also like that i liked the um i wrote down multiple buns because i wasn't sure what you guys were going to say so i just wanted to make sure i had some to choose from if should anyone steal any of mine but one of the things i wrote down was um that i enjoyed the sex ed aspect of it because it was they're all very like sex positive i mean kate Mm -hmm. is like she's just not had good experiences um and is therefore really shy about it um which of course is like built-in humor right that like this woman who is pretty um shy in that aspect of her life (laughs) Mm -hmm. inherit a sex toy store you know right right like that's I, i enjoyed the the positive aspects of it and there's a whole scene where um selena also teaches art um and also like i think she teaches sex ed to some extent like anatomy and whatnot. Yeah. there's mm-hmm. some sort of aspect of that at any rate at one point in the in the store she teaches like a paint your vulva like a paint and wine whatever like uh-huh. but you're painting your vulva and so like I had Women what have, I thought was going to happen was not what happened. So I was thinking something completely different. The actual like paint on your vagina. Oh, mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. That also would have been weird. Yeah. Um, but it was probably like painful or at some point, probably not awkward. hygienic. No, definitely not hygienic, but it was basically like women took pictures of their vulvas and then came in and like painted them. Eventually. And, and of course, Selena's like walking around. Right. And she made sure to get Cade some wine. Cause she knew the Cade would be like, uncomfortable Uncomfortable. and so uh she's walking around like looking at everything and um and it's like complimenting each artist and this this one woman goes i don't like it my labia look like crinkle fries (laughs) 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 and selena just goes but everyone love loves crinkle fries like that's you know it's great it's beautiful because you're making it which was also Mm -hmm. another theme in the book that was just like I really loved that. I loved that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is really just piggybacking off of Lee's bun. Um, but okay, so my my bun is the writing because I really, really enjoyed her writing style. Mm-hmm. It was different. I liked it. Like a lot of the inner monologue was cool. Yeah. I and so example. Um, this is something that happens consistently throughout the book and I really enjoyed it because it showed um okay I'll just read this first uh Selena says it's not as weird as it seems yes it was <laughs> that's just a thing that like continually happens where she'll say one thing but then her inner monologue confirms that she's fibbing or she's somehow like stretching the truth or is just flat out lying like she knows that that's not accurate but she's not willing to admit it out loud yet Mm-hmm. Um, and I often wonder, I love, I, I often wonder what other people's internal monologue is like, because mine is not very nice to me. And so I always wonder like, what do other people, what is the voice in other people's head sounds like, sound like to them, you know? And so mm-hmm. for her, like hers is clearly checking her and it's like, no, it's not, this is no, it it's not fine. Um, so I feel like she, she acknowledges it. She knows, but she's just not willing to say it out loud and admit it to other people yet. Yeah. But I just generally really enjoyed the writing and, Mm. um, and thought it was just very sweet. 
that we it, it read well it read quickly yeah. yeah and it flowed well there wasn't a lot of like sometimes you get books that are just like pages and pages and pages of internal monologue with like no break whatsoever. And it gets boring. And there were certainly times where there was a lot of internal monologue, but I also wasn't bored by it. No, it read really fast. It did. Yeah. Even sometimes when there were pages of that, it would be interrupted by a discussion of like a text exchange, you know, like Cade would text Josiah or Amy and it would break it up. Yeah, a lot of that happened usually after big, big set pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's my bottom fun. I could have I like many because as Lee said, there's a lot to love about this book. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Ray, what is your bottom fun? So <clears throat> I came in with stereotypes in my head because of culture and society and sure. everything. This book was definitely broke a lot of those stereotypes. Uh, and I was very pleasantly surprised uh, because I think in our minds, what we think of female, female should, you know, is because that's what culture tells us and what society tells us that's what is, is so very not like in this book. Um, I'm going to example this by this one quote that I love. They're at this cabin and um Selena, so they're they're coded as is is um Cade is like wears suits all the time and Selena's wearing a freaking corset and like you know like very like fake purple fur. Yeah, all of you know, kind of like just a, she's a hippie, a little bit of a hippie hipster, sort of like free spirit. And so you're not expecting her to do things like cut like cut wood. Chop wood. Chop wood. So, so they go to this cabin. And, and, and Selena's like, come with me. I'm going to show you, I'll, I'll make a fire for us. Kind of like, I'm going to be, you know, I'm taking charge. And she goes out and she's like, I'm an expert at cutting, like chopping wood. And she's just starts chopping wood and sleep and Kate's just standing there like, what? And, um, and Selena goes, you want to try one? When Kate swung the ax, it stuck, stuck an inch in the wood, the wood unsplit. She tried again, same thing how do you do it she asked you don't have to split this log really look at it where does it look like it should split split Kay tried again to no avail selena took the axe from her she motioned for Kay to step back and again split the log in perfect halves as she walked past Kate to retrieve the wood she planted a kiss on Kate's cheek so quick Kate thought she might have imagined it you have other gifts she said I'll split your firewood for you. It's just like, that's, that's what's, that is what our stereotypes are to say is that like, she's like the girl and he, and, and Kate is like the, mm-hmm. as the more mannish, but it's not, I mean, like they both were very much like, it was just, it, it was refreshing. It was refreshing that something was like, it also, and I think that's also because, uh, uh, um, Kate, I'm going to say her name, right. Cause I, we were talking about how we Corellia, right. Corellia. Uh, Corellia. Corellia? I think Corellia. Yeah. Corellia in her bio is she writes happily ever afters for women who love women. So Mm -hmm. she's like, you know, like finger on the pulse. So she knows exactly how to write these characters so well that you're like, this is what you believed before was a stereotype. This is literally like, and you just, you fall with it. You fall in love with the characters because that's like, they're just, 
it's two humans. I loved that. It wasn't like there was no, you know, demarcation of who was of who was who in the relationship. I really like that. Yeah, it definitely broke the boundaries of like lipstick lesbian and agree. It, it agree. wasn't just a just a, a stereotype for sure. I agree. Yeah, I mean, because think mm-hmm. about like things that of lesbians in, in, in portrayed in you know in media, like how or like our entertainment things, like how they're portrayed. It's like it get like you said, it's usually like lipstick lesbian and they're very like you know like masculine woman and you're like well i mean i'm sure there are you know that's not i mean sure this is just stereotypes and here we got to see that and uh, i really really enjoyed it i concur I really enjoyed that. Yeah. i liked it i, I also, also enjoyed at one point there was a description of Cade where um selena describes her as like if if megan rapino were wearing a power suit yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that. And Kate is like very athletic and used to, you know, row crew and mm-hmm. um still works out like daily and um so then I couldn't get like Megan Rapinoe or Rapino out of my head. Well, you know, there's a there's a point where they're 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 this is like mid fight. And this, like, I had to look up a lot of these things that were in this fight because I was like, I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> and so um, Kate says, I know how to run a business. Pe- people won't shop here because they don't feel comfortable. Men, mask women, trans men, they won't feel comfortable. Everything here says cis, white, female, red hat society, YOLO. Literally everything says YOLO. All this <laughs> stuff says one kind of person belongs here. I had to look at what mask, mask women were. I was like, I don't know what that means. Uh. So I, I had an idea, but I was like, I want to know what the actual definition is. So I understand that. Yeah. I learned a lot, guys. Fair enough. I mean, that's kind of nice, Congrats. right? Learn things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah. Do you have anything else? I was just looking for um, quotes, but I think. Cool. Can I read the one that I really love? Yeah, of course. It's towards the end, but I'm not going to, it's not going to spoil anything for you. And it just says something has happened and it's, it's very life-changing for Cade and Cade could feel Selena's smile as, as Selena kissed her breast. I'm not supposed to be proud. Selena said her voice glowing with pride. You're not my accomplishment, but I'm glad I was here. Yeah. That was very sweet. It was very sweet. (laughs) so in tune with each other i think that's i think that's the yeah they clearly have a very beautiful connection yeah great chemistry yeah yeah they they have like plenty of that opposites attract thing going mm-hmm. on um, and grumpy sunshine a mm-hmm. little bit of grumpy sunshine a lot of bit of grumpy sunshine i based on the description before we read the book i thought there was going to be more enemies to lovers involved Mm-hmm. And I was actually kind of glad to see it not. I mean, there's definitely like some tense time at the beginning between the mm-hmm. two of them, but I was glad to see it dissipate. And I was glad to see both of them trying to meet in the middle yeah. that they were both trying to like figure out a way to make this experience work for the both of them. I was glad for that because it obviously there was no way it was a long shot anyway, but there was no way it would have ever worked if they were both just fighting the whole time and like butting heads about it. So, yeah. Yeah. 
what the one time I was glad to see less enemies to lovers than I was Yeah, I mean, because they have a fight and it's pretty rough. I mean, they do have a fight and yeah, and some things are said that I was like, well, that is that is not that cool. <laughs> That's not cool. Yeah, but I mean, it, yeah. But the character knows in the moment too. She's like, this was that wasn't fair. That was not. I should not have said that. I mean, it's a part, and it's all because of the grieving process. I mean, that's what yeah. it is. Coolio, yeah. um, would you guys recommend this book? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Would this book embarrass our moms? Certain parts, yes. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. our moms, mm, probably not. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> My mom, yes. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I think it would embarrass premise. my mom, but I also feel like my mom should read this book. <clears throat> I think, like, the whole premise of the actual sex store, my mom would be like, no. No. I'm, no, I'm good. I'm good. I think there's just this whole aspect of, and you and I have talked about this before, Ray, that I feel bad for, like, our mom's generation who... Yep didn't necessarily grow up in a time where they could like talk about sex with their friends like this. Yeah. And so I feel like Cade goes through this. They both characters go through a pretty significant change as characters and experience things that, that are developmentally important to them. And for Cade, part of that, is her own like sexual journey. And I feel like women in our mom's generations like didn't get that. No, no. I mean, they've all, they also had to deal with 50s dad. So, oh, sure. I mean, I mean you know, right there it was like, it was just a different time. Whereas I feel like women in our generation have been a little more free about it, have been able to like, have conversations like this to mm-hmm. have a podcast where they talk about sex for two hours every and two weeks. Is, and, yep. mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I just, I feel like it could be a good read for people who maybe don't feel as comfortable with all of this business. Well, and I think I, as much as I hate 50 shades of gray, I'm going to give it credit where credit's due where it has opened up that dialogue with groups of women who probably would never have talked about this sort of stuff before. So I will give the kudos to that. Otherwise it's a piece of absolute fucking garbage. Um, But Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, it's a gateway garbage. It's gateway garbage. It's gateway garbage. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, mom. I forgot your you're, mom read all You're this. reading Fifty Shades of Grey, then all of a sudden you're reading about how a monster penetrated you and like with its two dicks. So. <clears throat> mm, dicks. Neat. Yeah. All right. So um, do we want to soldier on, soldier boy on, and go into um, our ratings and then stunt casting? Sure. All right. Lee, are you ready for your stunt casting? I am. I'm so, so excited. excited. Ooh, that reminds me. Um, I will create your um because we, we have a, you have your very own board. So I was like, we should have a guest board. We well, we have like Lee has stunt casting, he has his own oh. board. So I will just create 
Oh my God. I never did your stunt casting from red, white, and royal blue. Wow. I'm such a good co-host. Okay. Um, add section. Add section. Would you like to go first and tell me who you chose? Are we doing ratings first? Are we doing stunt casting? Oh, uh, ratings. Let's do ratings. Let's do ratings. They're, they're quick. We'll get them over with and move on. Um, that sounds bad. I didn't mean it like that, but you know what I'm saying. All right. So we, we rate things on this podcast. We rate huh. them. <laughs> That's rate. Rate things. Yes. R-A-T. Um, yep. And um, we do it on a scale of uh, eggplants and hearts. Uh, hearts meaning how romantical was it? Um, did it warm all of the cockles or just maybe a couple of cockles? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how many cockles are in your heart. Um, and then also. We have four uh, chambers. Egg- so. Maybe okay, there's like so a for, cockle per chamber. Possibly. Um, and then we get we hit each other in the face with eggplants and say, like, how sexy was it? Was it a Mr. Darcy kiss or was it like full on erotica? Mm. All right. That being said, mm-hmm. Lee, how many hearts would you give this book? Uh, four. Four like hearts. It. Like Very it. romantic. I like it. Miss Veronica. Yeah, I said like three and a half to four because I really feel like um I I understand Lee's point about like the one grand gesture not being up to par, but the other one was beautiful. And I also think that anytime you're including art of any kind like whether that's music or like paint paintings or whatever that is gorgeous and the way that um the way that they talk about paintings and like how the artist puts Mm -hmm. their soul on that canvas Mm -hmm. it's just it's romantical you know yeah yeah what about you ray i'm gonna say four uh for everything you guys just said plus the name on that Mm -hmm. grand gesture yeah um yeah yeah it's um because at one yeah yep yep that's all i'm gonna say all right so hit me in the face with your eggplants (laughs) although in this point there are no eggplants oh yeah hit me in your face with some peaches because she says i eat you like a peach at one point oh she did she definitely yeah. did. So does um Mia Lincoln's <clears throat> cage and face off. I eat her like a peach. Anyhow, um fuzzy peaches. How many fuzzy peaches would she give? Wow. So okay. I'm gonna go with four. This so this is my third book I've read with y'all. This was way hotter <laughs> than I know, was either. Either of the two male male romance novels we read, like this was like, I, it was, and it was all clits. It was all clits. Okay, there was, there was no there was dick. Stra- there was a strap. On there was a strap point. on at one point. <laughs> Which I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was. Yes. Kinda, I was kind of like. I was like, oh, that's it. Like, like I was kind of like, oh, okay. I could have a little bit more. I mean, like, I, I mean, not a got, real dick. No, we, but no, okay. like. There was no fade to black in the book. Yeah, it was like, this is what's happening with this clitoris right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so four. Sidebar, the Alexis Hall we read, there was a sex scene in it. That is probably the most explicit sex scene that we will get from Alexis Hall. Yeah. And that book is called A Lady for a Duke. Recommend. Yeah. It's long, but 
I got my I got my physical long, copy but... in the in the mail, and it was this big. So there you go. Um, also, thank you, Alexis, for your signature and your little thing that I could. It was water damage, so I couldn't see what you actually wrote, but we kind of figured out what it said. I think we figured out what it said. You texted yeah. me a picture. Yeah. Anyhow, keep going. So it's one of the values of our podcast. We love Alexis Hall. Me too. Mm-hmm. Fuck off, Furker. Fuckers. Okay, let me keep going. For the record, she was talking to her dogs. Yeah, they're singing um, the song of their people. Yes. Uh, I also said like three and a half to four. I mean, it was it was hot. I was I wasn't sure like how I wasn't I just it was my first female female romance and so I wasn't sure like how hot it would really be when I read it but it was hot. It was hot. Mhm. What about you, Ray? I'll say 3 just because I've read some things recently <laughs> and I think that that is my barometer is all the way off because Again, I've watched, I've read some things. I've seen some, I've seen some stuff, guys. Um, <laughs> Educated. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I hope to have one of those like war shocked faces. Like, I've seen some things, guys. Um, but uh, no, this was it was very sexy. But I I, I mean uh, I would say three to three and three and a half. So that's where I'm at. What have you been reading lately? What have you been <laughs> say? What have you been reading? You're like. <laughs> I've read some things, okay. Well, no, I, have, I mean, titles. I, I have. I've been reading some erotica from some of the authors that we've been getting stuff from. So yes, I have been reading some erotica. So it's a little different. So things that aren't like don't phase me as much anymore. All right. It feels like like during Red White Royal Blue, where you made me you, you made me defend myself. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just interested. <laughs> also, I'm like, I, my TBR is endless, but also like, what are you reading? <laughs> well, a lot of it I can't talk about on here because it's not out yet. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Fine. Is it, in, is it in the closet? It is locked away. Wow. Nice. Nice. Yep. Yeah, with R. Kelly. Um, Ew, gross. Oh, you're no, in the I'm closet saying, with R. Kelly. Get the fuck out. Well, no, I know because you get peed on. Um, but didn't hear that song in the closet? I think closet. so, yeah. Yeah, because they hold made fun of it on South Park. Anyhow. Yeah. Remember when he married Aaliyah when she was too young to be married? Because he's a sexual predator. Yeah, because he pissed on a 16-year-old. Anyhow. Okay. Um, for the Ooh, sun casting. Sun casting. <laughs> Somebody's really excited, so I'm going to let her go first. No, I want Lee to go first. Okay. I'm excited. So, I'm always so excited to see what, like, this is gonna be interesting because choose. We usually make, we usually have the, we usually pick, go for the heroine first, but since they're both heroines. That's true. Um, so who, who do you want to start with, Lee? Well, actually, Lee, how many people did you do? I did Selena and Cade. Okay, okay. me too. You Same. did. Oh, you only did two. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> okay, here's, here's my Cade. Okay, the, we're going to the drugs. Okay. Cade first. My Cade is... Yes! Pink. I love it. Oh, God damn I love it. Why is that opening? I don't know. You're I don't know, missing but I'm, out. I'm, I'm because like, oh, Pink has cum gutters. She does have cum gutters. She also could beat my ass. And yeah, she could just be one hundred percent. She's got mm-hmm. the hair. She's got you know the strong jaw, and um, she's fit AF. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> what? Just Girlfriend like just is, like Cade. She can also well, really rock a suit. 
She can rock my face. What? Um, <laughs> I adore her. I do too. She's also, awesome. She's fucking baller as a singer too. I mean, yeah, she is. She's a very good singer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, her husband's hot. And I mean, I know that they've had a tumultuous past, but, but. I would enjoy having a body that looked like hers. I won't lie. Now I'm just going to stare at pictures and think. Okay. I like um, it. I like it. Moving on. Yes. Uh, all right. Let me get to my board here. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have chosen this actress before. However, I am very specifically choosing this actress when she had this specific haircut. Because it was very short. It was not like full-blown pixie, but it was pretty short. Um, okay. It may have been like full-blown pixie mm-hmm. at one point, but it was just very short. Anywho, I chose Jennifer Lawrence um, when she had super short hair. Um, she has like, she's thin, but she has like an athletic type she does. build. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like she would do well. She would do well. She would. I enjoy. She absolutely would. She's gorgeous. She is. Ray. Yes. Who is your Cade? Well, so the one of the last things that Selena says about Cade is <clears throat> Cade looked gloriously happy, and the dark circles under her eyes made her look like a soulful Norwegian actor who had been in New York that morning and had flown across the country. So I looked for Norwegian actresses. <clears throat> I also highlighted that because I thought it was funny. That was like a thing. It was a callback to the beginning of the book where she talks about like a soulful Norwegian actress. Yeah, because I was yeah. like, did one of the scars guards have a, like a sister? Um, that's immediately what I thought of. And I, I didn't see one. Um, oh, but it's a shame. I found She'd this lady beautiful. in front instead. And um, I would throw all the goddamn legs over it. Um, um, her name. Uh, give me one second. Because she's got an amazing name, also. Um, fuck. And then here's the last one. She is very pretty. Um, of course, now none of these have her fucking name on it. Cool. Um, her last name is Loch Ness. Um, what the fuck is her name? Monster. Cool. It- Monster. <laughs> Monster. Cool. Comma Loch Ness. <laughs> Um, let's see if any of them have God bless America. Oh, she was on what the fuck was the movie that she was God on? Bless America. She's Never been in that. um, I think The Last Kingdom is the movie, the, the show that she's on for currently or just most recently. Also, my internet's really slow tonight. She's very pretty. She is very pretty. Mm-hmm. And what I liked about her is the one picture was like she had no makeup on and she was just kind of like, here's me. Um God, I'm I'm the worst. I had it, like of course not find her. Uh, Last Kingdom, here it is. Um, oh, come the fuck on! You pinning her is going to put us on like artist Pinterest. Artist, like just artsy photos. Oh. And she's not on this list. Her last name was Loch Ness. I, oh, here it is. Thea Thea Sophie Loch Ness. Okay. Nice. She's hot. 
Yeah, I'd throw all the legs over her. So, yeah, that's it. But the one, she's got short hair, so I thought that would work. Fair. Yep. I like it. Coolio. All right, back to Lee. Talk to us about Selena. Selena. My, here's my Selena. Is that? Yeah, that's the right thing. <clears throat> my Selena is. Oh, love that. Yeah, I was yes. actually thinking about possibly going. Yep. Same. Ariana DeVose, who won an Academy Award recently for. Um, for being awesome. <laughs> just for being generally awesome. For West Side Story. She's the first um, queer actress of color to win an Academy Award. Um, and awesome. she's she's gorgeous and amazing. And I just like, the, the, the description that- in the book just, it was perfect for her. Because yeah. what I yeah, really do I like about that is we don't know if she is possibly white yeah. or if she is. They didn't say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were, she, yeah. Um, is she the one that played the bullet in Hamilton? Yes, Was I believe she? so. Yes. Yeah. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she's gorgeous. I approve. Coolio. Adding her to your swing casting board. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. Veronica. Yes, dear. All right. Here we go. I chose. Now, again, I also didn't know. I, for a second, I thought about like Zendaya. Oh. But then I was like, yes, but she's curvy. Like it specifically talks yeah. about her having curves. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, I was just looking for help hopefully curvy um brunette actresses with um curly hair or with the potential to have curly hair and so i chose kat dennings um who was from two broke girls and multiple other things um one division oh yes you're right uh, I like that she's spunky. I like that she mm-hmm. has interesting style. And um, she, I like this last one. She's wearing something that I feel like uh, Selena would wear. Um, but yeah. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's who I chose. Leo. Uh, right? Yeah. Who is your Selena? So um, I too was trying to find somebody spunky and I liked who I used last week, but I was not going to use her again, obviously. Um, last week I used um, T- Juno Temple. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is my Selena. Um, she is, she's British also, um, but she does an American pretty well. Uh, American accent. Um, her name is Ella Purnell. She is mostly known for yellow jackets. That's one of the big shows she's in. Um uh, but she is also in, um, she was in Miss Peregrine's um, Home for Peculiar Children. She was in Army of the Dead, was another big thing. Never Let Me Go, which if you've not read the book and or seen the movie, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. You should do both. Um, also, get ready to fucking cry. Um, I think the only person I know who did not cry reading that book. Really? Yeah. 
I mean, it was it was a good book. I just didn't cry. It's depressing as fuck. I guess it, why. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway. But yeah, that's it. That is her. That's I like it. I like it. Excellent job, everyone. Yes. Very oh, good. Wait, hold on. Do one My of dogs are downstairs. Yeah, oh. Bucky's down here. I'm licking my legs, so he got <laughs> past the gate. Busted through the gate. It's the ghost of would pride. You, <laughs> would you like? To, would you like to see Bucky? Yes, of course. What is that a question? Bucky Barnes. Bucky. Oh, Bucky S. Barnes. Bucky Sebastian Barnes. Are you adorable? Yes, you are. Yes. Bucky's the best. You are a handsome man. Oh, he's such a handsome boy. Oh, thank you. Thank you for oh, thank you. I bet Bucky's a counter tenor. (laughs) (laughs) A castrati, perhaps? (laughs) He is now. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Mom. You're doing a good job. There you go. I don't know what how you got down here. Sorry, not sorry. The magic will okay. No, we're not playing. We're not playing. You're you're a baby doll, but no. Okay. All right. So we're gonna take a break, right? Yes. And we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about recommendations. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. be back in two and two. There you go. Boom, boom, boom. And we're back. We're back, bitches. We're back. <laughs> All right. So at this point in the show, uh, we talk about what we've been reading and maybe what we've been listening to. Guest of honor, my dearest Lee, what are you well, been reading? I have been reading all of my favorite books lately. Oh, is this the year um, of your favorite book? This books? is the year of the, oh, fa- well, and it's such a long list now. It's going to take multiple years to read. Uh-huh. <laughs> to read well, you also long. read like tomes. Blame <laughs> <laughs> is. Are you yeah. like, you're rereading like the Hamilton biography. Yeah. John. Basically. Yeah. And John Adams. And, you know, yeah. the good stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, so I just, I just finished Wicked by Gregory Maguire. Oh, oh my God. Very nice. Okay. And it's, it's loosely based it, it loosely bases the musical yeah, yeah. the I musical really is based on that yeah um and then there are three sequels to it as well that are great so yeah i've read that that's fantastic one of my i remember favorites. when you read that the first time i think we were still working together like yeah. i remember you reading the books yeah oh the first time that had to be the second time <laughs> feels like the first time feels like the first time it did feel like the first time because i had forgotten so much though mm-hmm. i was like oh my god i forgot that happened <laughs> um this just randomly popped into my head is anyone gonna see the new top gun movie funny you should say that because i literally texted my mother today i said are you taking father to see top gun colwood maverick FYI, there is still a homoerotic volleyball scene in it. So plus with uh what's this what's this name? God damn it, it just flew out of my mind. Miles Teller. Yes. I saw the photos. I'm not sad about it. But I don't want to see a Tom Cruise movie. 
I don't like Tom Gun. Top Tom Gun. I don't like Tom Thumb. I don't like <laughs> Sam. I am. <laughs> so I don't. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Top Gun. Most and literally, my it's one of my father's favorites. And every time he's watching it, I come in when it's the, as I call it, the gay volleyball scene. <laughs> like what I also don't care about that part is like they're all sweaty and they're on the beach he throws a leather jacket on top of his sweaty sand encrusted self and gross. then goes to see kellen mcgillis i'm like gross gross, gross. That, that jacket smells like asshole at that point <laughs> yep you ain't getting that smell out of that Mm-mm. i'll take it <laughs> really <laughs> Really? No, I'm kidding. I mean that that uh, it, funny enough, um, we hate movies just actually reviewed it uh the original because of the movie coming out. And they're like the one guy was like, Yeah, last night I, I questioned a lot of stuff about myself last night because a lot of it is who is it gay? It's uh whoa, yep. I mean, which is great. I enjoy it, that part of it, but it's uh very homoerotic. Uh, Miles Teller sort of does look like Meg Ryan and Anthony Edwards. If they were to have a baby. This is great podcast with just both of you staring at me. Okay. (laughs) I'm not a big fan of Miles Teller. So I'm just kind of like, okay, like. I am a fan of Miles Teller the way that I see it in that movie. He's got a. He has a mustache. And I'm I know, right much now. like Anthony Edwards in that movie. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, there's one man who could wear a mustache. Who's who that, man? that man? Who's the man? Who's that man? Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso's the only man oh, who can wear the mustache. Yes. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Mustaches, most most humans should not Preach. have. Preach. Preach. No, it's not but okay. Ted Lasso, every day and twice on Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. Just, so are you going to people. see are you going to see top gun colon maverick oh you first of all you know i never actually go to the theater and my child still cannot be vaccinated so um not in the theater for sure but maybe once it hits streaming services if i don't have to pay to rent it also i did find a, um i saw a trailer for a movie that we might want to do um for uh page screen oh fun okay it's called mr malcolm's list so check that out all right. Uh, Historical romance. Um, yep. That they made Theo James is in it. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Yes. So, All about that. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I love Theo James. Uh, all right. So, Lee, we got what you're reading, right? You're reading all your favorites. Perfect. You just finished Wicked. Um, all right. So, I have also, I've been reading Comfort Reads because the past, like, week has just been hard mm-hmm. um like uh, just emotionally draining on so many levels and aside from this book that i knew i needed to read for the podcast i've just wanted to read things i've already read it's i've read that that's sort of an anxiety thing where like that's one of the reasons that people with anxiety like to watch reruns of shows so i guess like rereading books mm-hmm. that i love so one of the things that I went back to this week was Between the Pages by Am- by Amanda Richardson, which is one that I go back to like maybe an uncomfortable number of times. I don't know. I just love that fucking book. So uh, anyway, I read like a significant portion of Between the Pages in the past week. And then just some random, I, I had like started obsessed from jo- Jolie Vines and didn't finish it. So I finished that and just like, I, I just couldn't, 
commit to anything uh, other than this because I love you guys. <laughs> we love you too. <laughs> Thank God. Um, <laughs> Ray, what are you reading? So a friend of mine- Other needs- than straight up erotica, apparently. Yeah. So a friend of mine needed some, um, she just wanted a diversion. So I was like, well, I know- also, my dog is licking my leg right now. Um, it's really distracting. Um, I was like, I know we'll divert you is book boyfriends. Mm-hmm. So I, the other night, sent her all of the the wonderful like quotes from mostly <laughs> Julia Quinn and Lisa Claybaugh's novels. Yeah. One was, of course, Colin's- Romancing Mr. Bridgerton. I Yeah, it. but it was, and he kissed Penelope- uh, Featherington and it was glorious. Um, but aside from that, I, there was a hating game quote in there. There was a quote from Mary, um, from, uh, anyhow, it doesn't matter. Anyhow, what I read was I fell down Eva, Ava Devon historical romance, um, um, rabbit hole and was reading a bunch of, cause a lot of her books, some of them are like 150 pages or whatever. So it's easy to get through. I was led to her from Teresa Medeiros, um, another historical romance. Uh, the one I read that I fell in love with was Some Like It Wicked, Kincaid Highlands Book One. It's about um, this um, w- woman who is obviously Scottish. She's from the Highlands. She gets sent to live with her uncle in London. And, um, you know, she she wants to get back to Scotland to, like, take back her clan take back her you know um as be chieftain of the clan uh, or at least be with scottish her scottish clan not no not the star bars nope yeah. nope no 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 that just sheets. happens to be what they're called and it's with a c it's just yes yes yeah. um so she devises a plan to marry it's a marriage of convenience guys gotta love, love it. that shit and yep. so yeah they um there's a there's a lot of action in this one it's a little bit of peril and that's good. Uh, her name. Um, I, okay. So when I was reading obsessed by Jolie Vines, same first name. And so I was like, Catriona, a Katrina, but it's Katrina. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like it, the hero phonetically says it like in his inner monologue at one point. And so he says like Katrina. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I was like thinking at it was one point the hero Katriona. was like, of course, her, of course your name is Katrina. I like when he's like, of course it is. Of course. I really like and, that spelling of it. Well, and also you'd like this book because it's a fucking reformed break. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's also a scarred uh, or it's a hero with PTSD. So. A lot yeah, of the books that have been re- reminds me uh, a little bit of a week to be wicked. Reformed rake. Dude with PTSD. Yeah. I mean, they get. So spoiler, they get married immediately. That's how she gets him to, she needs to go back. She wants to go back to the Highlands. She gets him to go back because she agrees to marry her and get half her dowry. So, um, yeah, he's also right. super hot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Of course he is. Yep. Of course. I they're mean, all hot. Right. Otherwise they would not be a book boyfriend. Nope. Now, of course he turns out to be, you know, amazing like Colin, but duh. Right. Duh. All right. Um, should we talk about what's coming up? Yeah, let's talk about what's coming up. And then uh what are you listening oh, to? No. Have you been oh, listening yeah. to? Anything? Okay, I have to tell you guys, I I found this like I don't know. 
I had heard this happened, but I didn't know they fucking made a podcast. And the podcast is called The McElroy Brothers Will Be in, Tor- in Trolls World Tour. And what happened was the, Mel- the McElroy Brothers from My Brother, My Brother and Me, the advice podcast that I've recommended on this show, they got high after one of their shows and decided to record a podcast to which they were like, we should get in Trolls too. We should get in the movie Trolls too. And so the whole, it dropped at one point, they had like, they saved all these episodes of a drop at one point where it's like how they literally got into Trolls World, World Tour. They did end up getting, I guess I spoiled it, but yes, they did end up getting into Trolls World Tour as voices. And um, it's fucking hysterical. It's so funny. Like at one point they're talking to like the screenwriter of Trolls, like, but but their parts and how like can they fly them out? Can they have like crap? You know, can they can they get special like um, you know special craft services for themselves? And these oh are writers. It's it's amazing. It's so funny. I recommend it. Um, I see one episode. It's called uh, the description is the closest we've ever been to ruining everything completely. Yes, because at one point, because they have an agent, because like a lot of times when you get to a point, I guess with you have a podcast and you're so big, like my brother and brother are big, is that you have an agent who handles all of your bookings. And so their agent was the one who actually got this whole ball rolling. And they were like, so uh, I think his name's Joel. Joel, what's the percentage of us being in Trolls 2? He's like, 200%. He's like, but I'm going to tell you, you do have an, <laughs> you do have time to fuck this up. And so they they get close. They get close to fucking get up because they do bring people on. They're like, yeah, they're, you know, it's sarcastic because they like, they don't necessarily really want to be in Trolls 2, but it's pretty amazing because two of the brothers haven't even seen it. Oh God. Yeah. So, yeah, it's Perfect. an, it's a quick little like 20 minutes at a time podcast. So what are you okay. listening to? Uh, all right. Excuse me while I be Debbie Downer for just like a second. Okay. Um, so I have recommended in the past Glennon Doyle's We Can Do Hard Things. Mm-hmm. Recently, um, she had Shannon Watts, who founded Moms Demand Action, on an episode of her podcast. Um, I don't want to say a lot about it because it's so fucking depressing. Um, but I I recommend it. Is all I'm gonna say. Okay. Uh, Lee, have you been listening to any podcasts lately? No. <laughs> Not even ours. <laughs> no. Um, I do want to. I want to put a um, um, a little note out there that certain somebody is going to be on B three next week. A little Who's- certain somebody. We'll be recording with Ween and I. Who that person is? I don't know. I mean, it could be. Veronica is going to be guesting. Vanessa Carlton. Vanessa Carlton um, and her piano are going to be on um, B3. We're going to be talking. And we're going to roll her down the street as we record her. And we're going to talk about the Bride of Frankenstein and the Old Dark House. Yeah, I had a freak out today where I was like, oh, my God, are we recording this weekend? And then I was like, oh, thank fuck. It's next week. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, one of our Twitter followers had given us recommendations of uh, books besides Men, Women, and Chainsaws to be to uh, to read to kind of like she's like obviously Men, Women, and Chainsaws is the the Bible they call it the the Bible 
Um, but there's these other like kind of like scholarly for horror movies, you would say, or film critic, you know, film critique. Um, and so I got one of the mail in the mail and I ordered one of them and I can't, it can only, like, you can only get physical copies of it. You can't even get it from the library. Um, and I got it and there is an essay on the old dark house. So I'm very excited. I'm also very excited to talk about James Whale. Cause we're going to be talking because both were directed by James Whale. So I'm very excited about it. and that's, so we're doing, um, gay pride uh we're doing pride month on um on b3 also so uh with veronica we're doing uh old dark house and um brad frankenstein and then uh, we have another guest coming in um uh and we're doing will and we're doing um uh nightmare on elm street 2 and red state so who's your other guest his name's will you i think you both actually know him so oh okay all right, we'll talk about that. used to be a student at the place that we all work. Oh, yes. Okay, got it. Noted. Yep. Um, all right. Yeah, so what's coming up? What are we doing so next? So what are we doing? What are we doing next? What are we doing next? God. Um, all right, so this episode with Lee um, will air on June 14th. We're recording mm-hmm. a little bit early mm-hmm. um, because this is when we were able to book Lee, who has a mm-hmm. very busy social calendar. Yes. Um, so... <laughs> the look you just gave me uh anywho so this will come out on the 14th of june uh and then after that we wanted to pick an mm romance and so i am so fucking excited we're gonna read um everything for you which i think is the last book in the series is it i think so i think you're right um it's the bergman brothers series Mm -hmm. um always only you is the one you and I have both read that one. Mm-hmm. And that was like, and there book was two. Second, yeah, yeah, exactly. That was book two in the series. Um, and I really loved that because the, the heroine had like chronic diseases. She had like rheumatoid arthritis and she was also autistic, which I think the author is autistic. I believe I think it's she's Chloe lease. I believe she's on the, on the spectrum. I believe Love that. Yeah. Uh, so anywho, everything for you is the final book. And, uh, it's from what I can tell, it's sort of like gay culty. <laughs> oh, wait. So listen, culty, like K-U-L-T-I. Cause it sounded like culty, like as of a cult. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> like, like Mariana Zapata culty. Yeah. yeah. Like, but gay. And yeah, I'm it was very a gay excited cult. about it. We were, we were reading a gay, gay cult. cult. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, this is the cult. second time cults have come up for me today. Like <laughs> the second time. Cause I was at CrossFit. And so we were talking about how it's a cult and oh. our coach was the cult leader. Um, anywho. So that's what we're doing. It's a joke that CrossFit I, is a cult. I mean, I, you know, no, I just, it was very, it, it just threw me for a second there. Well, there you go. Hopefully one day I'll be able to throw you and be super strong. Um, I won't throw keep you. Working up, you. Keep, and work, uh, keep, <laughs> keep on working out. You're going to need keep, all the muscles you keep can get. F- flipping those tires. Yep. Oh, and you need man, I would this. love a, to flip a tire. I'm a couple tractor tires. So keep going. Um, you know, my goal is to deadlift about 135 pounds. We'll talk about why later. Um, at any rate, we'll talk about it off here. So anywho. Suck my big <laughs> Okay, sorry. Everything for you, gay, culty, culty, Reiner, culty. Yes, yes, um, yes. Super excited. Like the 
um, the Bergman brother is like younger and up and coming. Like he's already very successful, but um, is sort of like in the Jamie Tart situation. Fucking Jamie Tart. You know, and then like the older veteran dude on the team is like grumpy culty. You know, it's, and it's, just it's, a, like, it's Roy and, and, and Jamie Tart. It is a little bit Roy and Jamie Tart. I'm very excited about it. I'm now um, very super excited about it. Super stoked. I want to read it. You oh, should. You really come should. Back. You come back and come back and record again. Um, yeah. So anyway, and then in July, the plan is to do Penny Read Month. <sighs> Penny. So well, I know it depends. So folk are going to find out will either come out at the end of June or the end of July. She is tentatively moved the release date just in case because she's having some it sounds like medical problems so just to be safe she bumped the date out but she it should still come out in the end of july so we will either do hooker and the hermit and then folk around and find out or we will do the reverse of that so um anywho those that's penny read month and then i don't we have an open spot for August 9th, but on August 23rd, Lee is coming back for a husband material. Yay! Very excited. Eagerly awaiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what's up. We don't have anything else planned. I have an idea now that we're talking, and uh, we'll talk about it off air for the first spot of August. So, okay, sounds good. Cool, yeah. uh, anywho, I guess we should probably talk about like where people can find us. Okay. Who wants to run through it real quick? I will run I through it real quick. I can. Uh, I, you want to do it? Sure. I've Our website talking. is chickletbookclubpodcast.com. Our merch site is chickletbookclubpodcast.threadless.com. Our Twitter is at chickletpodcast. Our TikTok is chickletbookclub. Chicklet Our Pinterest is chickletbookclubpodcast. Our email is chickletbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram Send us is your thoughts. And your, your, your constructive desires. criticism. Yeah. What has burned your cockles in your heart? Please um, tell us. Mm, yeah. Um, but burns your cock. Anyhow, Instagram <laughs> is Crit Chicklet Book Club Podcast. Our YouTubes are fucking YouTube. Like, go there, please. Just um, go there. Yeah, Facebook, just whatever. I mean, again, we don't use Facebook. We use it just mostly as a yeah. Anyhow, but how everyone else uses it. We don't get our news from there. Um, our Patreon. We have an amazing Patreon, and we're very excited about it. And we <laughs> we um have levels. We have levels up. Yeah, but I need to add more. Okay, we've got um, our, Guys, our really dudes that are on our shirt, which mm-hmm. again, if you have not seen our shirt, please go find our shirt. We have two shirts actually. Shirt. Um, we have two shirts up and um, actually, oh, 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 there is a, um, this, hold on one second. Shit, okay. There is a site-wide sale that is ending. Any regular t-shirt you want is only $12 when you use the code 1212TEAS. That's capital T E. They're all caps. T E E S. So that's again one two T E E S. Okay. Yeah. When does so, that end? Ooh. Applicable. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, hopefully, no oh, fuck. It's probably like tomorrow. <laughs> it's probably like by the time this airs, what? it will be Still irrelevant. Use it. Don't worry about it. Just try it. Just try it. Yeah. So. Awesome. Love that story. Um, Lee, darling, thank you so much yes. for gracing us with your presence. We love it when you come on the show. Thank you for having me as always. Yay. Yay. Love you. We love you. Hard. So good to see your face. 
Last time I saw you, we were. <laughs> Last what? time I saw you, we were both wearing masks because you had the vid. Yeah, that was fun. How was that soup? Was it good? Delicious. Can I have some more, mommy? Sure. <laughs> It's fine. It's a little hot now, but yeah, I'll make you some more. <laughs> With peas next time? Yeah, sorry. There was a fucking pea shortage, I swear to God. <laughs> I made, I made There me, was a pea shortage. I swear to God, I went to three fucking stores. I couldn't find any frozen peas. It was, it was weird. Delicious. delicious. Yeah, I'll send you the recipe. It's very good. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Okay. Um, anywho, uh, how do we guys? How do we end this fucking thing? Oh god, in the most obnoxious way possible. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> I love it when it cuts out. It just makes me so happy. <laughs> I like when you break the sound barrier. <laughs> <laughs> I also like it when you call me Big Papa. Right? <laughs> so I like breaking a diaphragm. <laughs> Ouch. So I'm sweating. My, my head is my head is sweating. Yeah.